With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WTAW news time is five minutes after eight. It's 59 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars, your independent authorized club car dealer. Golf cars aren't just for golf anymore. Customize your club car to fit your needs at Aggieland Golf Cars on Highway 30. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Last September, the boards at Blinn College and Bryan ISD agreed to the college selling land to the school district in West Bryan for BISD's new maintenance and transportation complex. Eight months later, the school board could finalize the purchase during tonight's meeting. We're still working on the Blinn property purchase. We're getting closer and closer. Our lawyers are still working with their lawyers. Superintendent Ginger Carabine told the Bryan Business Council last week how that relates to the construction of BISD's new intermediate school, which is next to the district's current transportation and maintenance center. Behind the building, back there closer to where maintenance and transportation currently sits, we will not completely develop that because we, we won't be ready to bulldoze maintenance and transportation yet. Carabine says when Sadbury Intermediate opens in August of next year, they won't build out a covered pavilion, walking paths, and some parking. The executive committee of the Texas A&M Faculty Senate is scheduled to meet today with President Catherine Banks. The announcement from Senate Speaker Dale Rice at last week's virtual meeting followed the disclosure that there's a hiring freeze of tenured track faculty positions. Our VP for Faculty Affairs put in the chat, it is the university leadership that is currently assessing the tenure track faculty situation. That's why there is a freeze on those positions. Faculty Affairs VP NK Anand could not say when the freeze would be lifted. I don't know the exact answer. We're having a meeting on April 19th and hopefully sometime soon after that. One senator who was concerned about the impact the freeze would have on AM's efforts in diversity, equity, and inclusion was told that diversity candidates in one program were pre-approved. Two Texas A&M students asked the College Station City Council to decriminalize the possession of marijuana. Will Leskowitz wants College Station to follow what's been done in Harris County and the cities of Dallas, Austin, and Plano. Decreasing the enforcement priority of cannabis charges for nonviolent users and first-time offenders. Shruti Navuri compared the recreational use of marijuana to legal substances. So let's take some time to think about why the use of certain plants like cannabis are criminalized while the, other, while the use of other plants like coffee are not. State law did not allow the council to respond because the students spoke during the public comment portion of last Thursday's meeting. Cybersecurity does not only apply to your computer. People think their phones are uh, impenetrable. They are not. You should have an antivirus um, platform that also protects your home computer and your phone. I do. Brian's Chief Information Officer Bernie Aker says as humans, we also get used to just clicking yes or approve. But we don't think. And so people have been known to just click approve when they shouldn't have. And so we just have to slow down when we're using technology because, yes, our phones are as vulnerable as 
as our home computers. Aker also suggests using a Password Vault app, which allows you to create difficult passwords without having to memorize them. WTAW News Time is eight minutes after eight. It's 59 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars. More news at 830 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 945 WTAW. It's 810. Good morning, Infomaniacs. On a Monday, let's do weather brought to you by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service, $0 diagnostic and never an overtime charge for total protection plan customers. Malik, feel the difference. After any morning cloudiness moves away, we'll see mostly sunny skies today. On the breezy side, temperatures around 80 this afternoon. Mostly clear overnight, temperatures in the low to mid 50s, less wind. Sunshine Tuesday, the breeze kicks up again though, low 80s. Clouds arrive Tuesday night, a few showers after midnight, mid 60s. Few morning showers Wednesday, then partly sunny, mid 80s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945 WTA Hey, so there you go. It's the Infomaniacs. We're, uh, it's a Monday show. Be glad to hear from you. If you want to call us through Texas today, glad uh, glad to hear from you. 979-695-1620. So Zach went and got these two kinds of uh, potato chips mm-hmm. from uh, from HEB. And so what I'm going to do is, so Beto has brought us stuff before. Uh, like we were talking about uh, the uh, cookies. Who, who we work with, not Beto yeah, O'Rourke. Not Beto O'Rourke, no, 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 right, no. right, right. Uh, Beto, Beto from, from La Hefa, yeah. Uh, he brought some cookies that uh, basically are... Um, for the Latino or Hispanic culture, that that they're like Oreos except they have a different flavor to them. And, right. And uh, I saw one of them discussed in uh, Texas Monthly over the weekend. Oh, okay. And it's a it's a light cookie, and the filling is um, cream cheese with cinnamon. Oh, that sounds good. It really did. It really, really, really did. Like a good. sopapilla cheesecake. So, almost. Yeah, man. But but anyway, so I I thought we'd let him try. The chicken ones are interesting. Uh huh. And if you don't want to stand in line, you know, at Chick Fil A, then you can get a bag of those and crush them, and you could cook. I, I would think with you an air fryer, you could just crush the bag of chips, just eat them. Right. Yeah. But, but I had to get air, rid of them. I had to put them in, but, but, in the room. But with an air fryer, I mean that mm-hmm. that would work, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. you could just uh, you know put that. But like all I said, I've seen plenty of recipes on social media, TikTok, where you use all sorts of different kinds of chips, or you know the flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. I've seen people use that as like oh, a breadcrumb type of situation. Yeah. So taste of Aggie Land the other night, I believe it was Big Shots had some like mozzarella cheese sticks. That had flaming hot yes. Cheeto crumbs around. Yeah, them. that's on their menu. Yeah, yeah, we had mm-hmm. the, I had those. Yeah. yeah. No, now because here's the reason. Because what I did is, is I went ahead and I finished those four chips or whatever. Because when we talked on the air, I just ate one. Right. Yeah. But then I ate like the remaining four. <laughs> yeah. And then I went, okay, I get it now. If you do that. If your kids are screaming for Chick-fil-A and you don't want to go get in line, you could probably cook that at home, and that's that's a Chick-fil-A See, sandwich thing. I've, yeah, I felt the same way when we got off air about the vanilla milkshake chips. I ate a few more of those. Okay, really? did you? And I actually could see how that becomes a little addictive. A thing. I, yeah, okay. I liked them. Well, so I, I saved those for Beto, and he can try those and see mm-hmm. what he thinks about okay. that, just letting you know that H-E-B's out there. Trying to hook you on new stuff. Now, I'm also assuming you didn't know. I'm also assuming you guys do not want to try the hot and spicy plant. I don't want to no. do that. Journey. I really don't. Okay, no. I'm gonna go ahead and throw those in the break room. We'll okay. see what sucker takes them. Because it's for a not while, well. Probably. But the thing is, unless you read carefully. It just looks like beef jerky. Oh, yeah, maybe we can I trick mean, it people. does say plant-based on the on the label, but if you're just kind of looking in, I see people just grabbing them. Okay, 
But here's the thing. The smell was so offensive. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to open him right. and put him in the break room. I'm hoping someone will just take oh, the Oh, that's package. a good thing. Oh, that'd be great. Just take the whole it? thing. Scott was yeah. going, Ugh, That'd be great. Ugh, yeah. 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 No, yeah. they were, they were, it was very offensive. And if these are hot and spicy, it may be even now, more. I wish we almost had a big bowl that I could put those milkshake ones just in a bowl. I don't know if anybody, I think probably them being in a bag yeah. would be more op for people to actually try. I don't want people gr- put, right. their yeah, hands yeah, in the Yeah, bowl. yeah, yeah. Right. And that makes yeah, sense, too. Yeah, but uh, nah. But honestly, to go back to the jerky thing, I'm telling you, man, look, when Hudson is your age, he may have to make his own beef jerky. I mean, they will make people feel so guilty. We had plenty of people who texted in and said that wasn't hard. What was it? Make your own jerky? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's fine. And that's fine. Yeah. And people might do that. But but that I mean, they're making whoever the beef jerky people are who make this stuff. How often are you guys eating beef jerky? Oh, I don't. Not at all. I don't at all. I, but I mean, on a road trip, I may grab some, or if I stop at the, you know, beaver store, I may grab some. But uh, yeah, I, I don't. It's not a. It's not a snack that I'm grabbing well, at the grocery store every but, time I go. But talk to Deer Lease people and stuff like that, you oh, know. Yeah. And they, you know, if you're going out and oh you're yeah, be out yeah, doing, but. Yeah. But the problem is, I do, like internal combustion engines. I mean, it's going to get to the point where it's so expensive, you'll be shamed so completely that you use that well, product. Well, Beef jerky is expensive. Yeah, it is. Just yeah. in general. Yeah, well, Hudson's going to be driving around in his dually with eating his own beef jerky. Yep. Okay. Yep. Let us know how that okay. works out for you. He'll be the black sheep of the community. Yeah, until the fun police come after him. There, there you go. So um, this is uh, amazing. The American Academy of Pediatrics says that uh, children really need uh, a healthy development like more good old-fashioned playtime. Many parents load their children with schedules of Get Smart uh, videos, enrichment activities, and lots of classes in a drive to help them excel when, in fact, they shouldn't be doing that. They just need to play. Spontaneous play. Spontaneous play. Whether it's chasing butterflies, uh, playing with real toys like blocks or dolls Mm -hmm. or whatever, or you know, romping around the floor. Just just do it. Let well, kids I, do that. I, some of my fondest memories are with, like, playing make-believe and, and creating, I don't know, right. different worlds and universes yeah. and stuff with friends. And, and, yeah, I mean, and I still remember I have memories of that stuff. Even when I was a little young, I can't tell you what I learned. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it helps children become socialized. They become creative. Yeah, they that's dis- the biggest thing, I And think. they discover their own passions, plus... Get this, they do. They develop problem-solving skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This yeah. thing won't go together with that thing. And uh, yeah, my grandson was out. <laughs> he was out messing around with stuff. Uh, one of the houses the other day, and uh, before I knew it, he had built this structure of um, of the PVC that you put in the ground. Okay, okay, right. like different written things. He had he had built this contraption out of it. Oh, he's an architect. And he had exactly. I said, "Hey, you're an engineer. That's cool. You know, uh-huh. that's." That's the kind of thing that's really fun. Now, you know, yeah. he still went in and sat down with his PS, whatever it is, and yeah. played with that. But still, the well, idea that they're doing that. And there is a little bit of creativity when it comes to video games, but most of the creativeness of that has already been developed by the game developers, right? And so the right. kids aren't necessarily, yeah, they can mix and match and do different things depending on what kind of game you're playing. But ultimately, when it comes to just organic, you know, ground floor creativity, that comes with almost, when you have almost nothing, right? And yep. You just take things and put them together. It's Monday, okay. Or have you done your Wordle yet? Have you done I did. your Wordle? I did. Okay. I did do it. Now, it was, I had to, I mean, again, I had, well, I guess I did know that word. Just kidding. Okay. Yeah. Now, <laughs> there are Wordle spinoffs, apparently. Okay. Um, well, we've talked about that. I right? like, but, but look at that. Yeah, but Dordle. 
Okay. Guess two mystery words instead of one. Is it D D O R D L E? Okay. Then there's Quartal, which is four mystery words. Okay, that, I was going to say, I feel like someone texted in about some of these. Yeah, I'm not oh, really geez. sure. There's Latin Wordle. Okay. Exactly what it sounds like oh, if you know Latin. Latin words. Man, sit around talking to those people. No thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nerdle, which is like Wordle, except it's numbers and not, uh, it's numbers oh. and math calculations. Nerdle, if you want to do that. That's interesting. It is. And Hurdle. Uh, name that tune based on one-second increments. All right. Okay. okay. So, there you go, go back and spell n- Nerdle. How did, uh, or, do, no, Dordle was the first one. D-O-R-D-L-E. No, yeah, okay. what was the number Quirtle. one? Uh, oh, the number one I just did was Hurdle, H-E. Oh, Hurdle. Yeah, which is here. Because I thought you said Nerdle. I Googled Nerdle, yeah. the word game for nurses. Oh, that's I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is. It, it is oh, Nerdle. But okay. N-E or in you. Oh, no, this was N-E. Oh, yeah. so in no, you for nurses. In you, like nurses. Oh. Yeah, the word game hmm. for nurses by betternurse.org. And I guess you, it, it looks just like Wordle, but I'm assuming that it is a uh, medical term. I was going to say, but nurses use words we don't even know. Yeah, it says is a, a remake of the popular word game built just for nurses, doctors, and healthcare professionals. You may find it to be more challenging as some of the correct word guesses are not real words, uh, but they may be common abbreviations, yes. slang, and brand names of pharmaceuticals. Okay, okay. Interesting. Because, because, yeah, if it's because you always have a... a, a you always have the same number of letters for, in the word, right? With, yes, with, I think it's a, it's the same thing. It's five letters. Yeah, so that would be hard with the N-U-R, Dirtle, you know, because like, like they say, there, there aren't that many five-letter words in medicine or names mm-hmm. for diseases or whatever. That's interesting. Yeah. What if they had one for just radio people called Wordle? Oh, n- no. <laughs> what kind of words would we be guessing, uh, Zach? Yeah, made up words? Just, yeah. We, we make up words the all the time. Make up words all the time. on a Monday. So, uh, yeah, Beto's already into the chips. I mean, I went back there to sh- give him the vanilla ones. <laughs> and he's just, he's plowing down the chicken ones. Okay. Yeah. And he did. He said, like you, like us, he said uh, he tried the vanilla ones and they were okay. But he said, these are really good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was doing those. All right. We've all yelled at our dogs. Yes. And, and we've seen it. The pooch bowed low, big eyes, right? Aww, yeah, so cowering, sad. basically, so yes. Sad. Yeah. Eventually, uh, they, you know, they get back in your good graces. Mm-hmm. And that's what this is all about. This is something that evolved as a complex survival tactic among their wolf relatives. And, and animal behaviorists call it the apology bow. Researchers said that young wolves show apology bows as they begin social interaction. Wolves will engage in some rough-and-tumble play, just as dogs will do, which becomes a laboratory for learning the social rules of the pack. If a playful wolf bites too hard, the animal will be spurned by the pack for bad behavior. Oh! And in order to return to the social unit, the wolf must approach... With an apology bow. I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. The same mm. as the same thing goes for dogs. The dog does the deep, you know, when they, whenever they do something wrong, they stop panting, they lower their head down, hmm. and they are basically acting for asking for approval. Okay. They keep their tail down between their legs, and they mimic the action of the low-ranking wolf submitting to the dominant one. Huh. So it's more of active submission than a direct apology, right? Or an expression of guilt, because you know. 
dogs don't know that. Right. It's kind of like, can we be friends again? Aww. There you <laughs> go. Just thinking, I'm I, sorry. I know some people that have had to practice that in real life. Yeah, too, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing here for now as we continue our dog segment. Doodle dogs, which oh, are yeah. breeds that are at least part poodle. Oh, yes. yes. And part some other breed. Right. Apparently really popular. Mm-hmm. Very. So if you tally up all the golden doodles. Yep. Labradoodles, mm-hmm. Aussie doodles, cockapoos. Mm-hmm. Cavapoos? Oh. Those are the Cavalier, oh. maybe the oh, Cavapoos, okay. yeah. I never know there were Aussie poos. Schnoodles, Woodles, <laughs> Sheepoos. It was, I guess it's okay, a Okay, a Shepherd, may, or, or yeah, uh, or a, oh. a Shih Tzu, maybe. A shih tzu? I'm not sure. Oh, that'd be weird. And uh, and put them into one little doodle group. They would be the fourth most popular breed. Okay. Well, because you've got big poodles that you can breed with, and you've also got small poodles. Yeah. Right. So sure. you've got a lot of different combinations. And I think for the most part, I don't know what all doodles are, but most of them are hypogenic allergenic oh so yeah right. they, don't they don't shed and there's no allergy to them whatsoever mm-hmm. and so that's i i know a lot of people you know got really into them because of that and um i know at least some of the bigger ones they use as service dogs too they're really right. smart yeah. and intelligent mm-hmm. yeah i had never seen an aussie doodle before these things are beautiful beautiful mm-hmm. dogs nationwide mutual insurance company says that uh, they're one of the bigger uh, pet health insurers they say this is the fourth largest class of dogs that are in fact insured now, does that mean against theft? Let's see. Huh. Oh, the, the doodles are by, yes, they must be. Okay. They must be for theft. Oh, wow. The yeah. doodles are behind Labrador Retrievers, Golden Retrievers, and French Bulldogs, because we've talked about Frenchies. Yeah, right? they're those very, very are, popular. yeah, because they're, well, and, and obviously it, it really has to do with how expensive they get. Yeah. Yeah, Lady Gaga's Frenchies got right. stolen that so one time. So there you go. Well, that's, uh, yeah, we have a friend down the street who's got a Labradoodle. It is. It's an interesting looking Yeah, I, I mean, I have a friend who her family breeds them. Oh, is that and right? And they all... Wow have you know two or three of their own it is <gasps> it is it makes for quite the instagram content let oh, me tell you. i can imagine oh yeah yeah they're my, they're really pretty dogs in my experience so they're just kind of big goofy dogs like well, i mean they're really sweet don't get me wrong make great family pets but they just kind of they can i, don't know. I think they can knock stuff over yeah right? they're just so, so big yeah that's part of it WTAW News Time is 8.33. It's 59 degrees. This look of news is brought to you by Legacy Suites and Solutions. Office space for your growing business. Voted best collaborative workspace in the Brazos Valley. Visit LegacyExecutiveSuites.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. College Station Police responded to multiple reports of gunfire Saturday just before noon behind a restaurant on Harvey Road. Officers found three men who matched a witness description. According to the arrest report, one who ran away was caught, then told officers he fired a gun in Wolfpin Creek. Another witness found the gun in the trash can. 19-year-old Dequarius Owens of College Station was arrested on multiple charges. He was jailed in lieu of bonds totaling $20,000. College Station City Council members were asked at their last meeting to consider decriminalizing the possession of marijuana. One of two Texas A&M students who spoke was Shruti Navuri. Have any of you used melatonin to help you sleep or had a caffeinated drink to start your day? If so, you are familiar with the recreational use of plant medicines. Will Leskowitz asked to decrease the marijuana enforcement priority for nonviolent and first-time offenders. We have Harris County's Misdemeanor Marijuana Diversion Program, and with that, persons possessing less than four ounces of cannabis can avoid 
avoid even a ticket if they comply with an educational course. Dallas initiated a site and release program in 2017 and has more recently further limited cannabis enforcement in 2019. We have Austin City Council who approved a depenalization resolution in 2020. And then another uh, is Plano, Texas, who decriminalized in 2021 by instead of arresting individuals with cannabis, issuing a drug paraphernalia possession ticket. Because the students spoke during the public comment portion of the meeting, state law did not allow the council to respond. Members of the Texas A&M Faculty Senate learned from Speaker Dale Rice during their April meeting that the university leadership is assessing an unidentified tenure track faculty situation. And it's not an HR thing that is holding up any faculty appointments. Senator Angie Hill Price was concerned about the impact the freeze would have on AM's efforts in diversity, equity, and inclusion. We are missing out on opportunities to hire wonderful candidates who would enhance us in this area. And I am wondering what the administration is using for the criteria to decide when they're assessing this and then who exactly is doing the assessing. So who is making the decision on when the hiring freeze is going to be over and then what criteria they're going to be using. Senators were told that diversity candidates in one program were pre-approved. They were also told that it is not known when the freeze would end. Tonight's Bryan ISD school board agenda includes the possibility of finalizing the purchase of land from Blinn College to build the district's new transportation and maintenance complex. The sale, which was announced last September, was something Superintendent Ginger Carabine brought up during her visit at last week's Bryan Business Council meeting. We hope to close on that in April. I have the date. We're just working on some final details uh, to get that all said and done. The delay in building the new transportation and maintenance complex means a delay in finishing the back end of BISD's new intermediate school. Carabine says when Sadbury Intermediate opens in August of next year, there will not be a covered pavilion, walking paths, and a little bit of parking. We don't see this to be a problem at all because we're going to open the building again with just fifth grade, limited staff because of that, so there'll be more than adequate parking. The inside will be in full use. We've got two full-size gyms, so we're not going to miss that covered pavilion out in the back. Carabine says if it all goes well, the current maintenance and transportation buildings will be demolished by next February. We hear it all the time. Your password should be more difficult. During a recent visit on our show, Brian's Chief Information Officer Bernie Aker says he uses a password vault app. It will suggest uh, difficult passwords for you. And these passwords are 17, 18 p- uh, characters long, and they use every character you can think of. And then it memorizes them. And then all I have to do is either look at my phone for it to see that it's really me so that it opens up my vault, mm-hmm. or I log in myself and open up the vault to get the password and copy paste. Aker also suggested using an antivirus platform for your home computer and your phone because the same way your computer can be compromised, your phone can also be compromised. Motorists on Villa Maria and Briar Crest should plan on additional delays starting today. The Tech Bryan District Office reports construction begins on building raised medians. Expect daily lane closures through the duration of the $1.4 million project, which won't be finished, weather permitting, until the end of the year. The medians are being added on Villa Maria from South College Station to Briar Crest and on Briar Crest from Villa Maria to Kent. WTAW news time is 837. It's 59 degrees. This look of news is brought to you by Legacy Suites and Solutions. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945 WTAW. 1620-945 WTAWC Infomaniacs. It's uh, 839. Let's do some weather. Brought to you by Shipwreck Grill. Proudly serving crawfish Tuesday through Saturday starting at 6 p.m. Stop in to see Wade, Mary, and the crew at Shipwreck Grill. Only the best crawfish in the Brazos Valley.
After any morning cloudiness moves away, we'll see mostly sunny skies today. On the breezy side, temperatures around 80 this afternoon. Mostly clear overnight, temperatures in the low to mid-50s, less wind. Sunshine Tuesday, the breeze kicks up again though, low 80s. Clouds arrive Tuesday night, a few showers after midnight, mid-60s. A few morning showers Wednesday, then partly sunny, mid-80s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. Yeah, I know. I know that Zach had intended to give you the USFL scores, but there was just, I mean, it's a, it's a weekend. There's so much sports going on. Did they play? Did yeah, they I play? Yeah, they I did. didn't know they were playing. I don't know how I chanced upon this. I, so, yeah, like yesterday was Rando Sports Day, I guess, or something when I finally sat down in front <laughs> Rando of the Rando Sports okay. Day. Yeah, I sat down in front of the TV at, uh, I don't know, 6 o'clock or whatever. And um, so that's when I saw the Bristol race. And so then after I'd seen enough of that, by the way, it took them 16 seconds to do a lap. They did a lap every 16 seconds. Golly. Think about that. You know, well, if it's a quarter mile track and they're going really fast, I didn't know long. it was. I did not know it was so small. Yeah, it's a little bitty track. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, uh, so then I found this thing called "This Is the USFL." So I tuned in and watched some of that. Okay. And it had to do with them, you know, starting this league up. And, you know, if you don't know, they play all the games in Birmingham. All the teams stay in hotels in Birmingham. I mean, they're all right there. They're all staying in the same hotel. <laughs> What's it's, the point of having them from different places? Well, uh, that way the, the city gets some sort of... Well, here's the deal. They're starting it right. They're Well, I don't know about... There's some things that they're not wasting their money on. Let okay. me put it that way. All right. Okay, they got a stadium. They made a deal with the, the people in Birmingham that they'll play at this stadium. Mm-hmm. And so the players are all staying in downtown Birmingham, so the logistics work out pretty well. I think they probably had to do some things to the hotel, obviously. They, they talked about how they put it, had to put in a weight room and things like that and nutrition centers. And, but they're, I mean, it's like the Philadelphia team and the New Orleans team and the Houston team all stay in the same hotel. Okay. You know, and so they're saving money that way. Tickets for the games are $10. That's all. And they have apparently a fixed-tier salary situation. You know, the, you make this much, like $1,500 a week for every week that you're on the roster. Okay. And uh, if you if you leave, if you sign with this league, the only other league you can go to is the NFL. Oh, okay. You can't leave here and go to the XFL or the CFL okay. or any of that kind of stuff. Anyway, so I, I just thought it was... It was kind of interesting. Well, did you catch the Gamblers game? Is that what you're no, watching? No, no, I didn't watch any of the oh. game. I don't Kevin care about Sumlin the game. Kevin Sumlin picking up the big win yesterday. <laughs> but what they did in their they they did their draft all just sitting around the, the in their tables, and they had like famous sports celebrities from that city videotape the announcement of the first round draft choice of each team. Yeah. Which is, you know, the it, N- it was cool. The was NFL cool. draft does that when they start getting the later rounds. They'll yeah. either have former players from those specific teams or, I don't know, fans well, or whatever make the announcement. But like the New, or- New Orleans used um, uh, Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Pittsburgh used Terry uh, Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston used Warren Moon. Oh, nice. And so, you know, it was it, it was just kind of interesting. You Got know, some Hall just, of Famers in there. Yeah, just kind of fun. So, uh, and there's Shea Patterson. We're in maroon again. How's that? That's a good look on him. He fumbled in the. I think the uh, the the fumble was returned for a touchdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. So Kevin Sumlin's one and zero. Good. All right. Nice. All That's right. Some, Starts out strong. I guess. Anyway, that was that was all. I just thought it was 
Very unusual. They're trying to tell their story of who they are. So that's that. Uh, in the meantime, so you, you, Chelsea, you've got a story about somebody who has purposely stayed off the Internet for... And it's a celebrity. It is. For over four years? Yeah. So Selena Gomez, uh, I, currently she's in a show called Only Murders in the Building with Steve oh, yeah. Martin right. and uh, Martin, Martin Short. Short. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a, a singer, actress. She kind of does a little bit of everything. And actually, I think she's a Texas girl. Um, she was recently on Good Morning America. Her and her mother and uh, a friend of hers are starting this free mental health website so people have resources if they, they don't have the finances to see a therapist or, or seek okay. out medical help. Um, with that being said, she did an interview on Good Morning America. Um, she was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder back in 2020. And so she was just discussing that a little bit and talking about how her diagnosis was, it was really freeing to have that information. Well, then she went on to reveal that she has not been on the internet in four and a half years and how that completely changed her entire life in a good way um she talked about being happier more present i connect more with people it makes me feel normal uh it's changed my life completely i mean this is a 29 year old who's a celebrity and and the only thing i could kind of think of was well she's got people who let her know when she needs to be in the know of something yeah Mm -hmm. you know i I can't imagine just a normal person being like well i'm just not going to get on the internet period yeah uh I, i mean i guess some people are not on it very much and they might not be on social media at all but i mean she makes it sound like she is just offline completely right i mean her agent still takes emails and things like that sure. so she knows where she, she needs can to still work off the grid right, right. she, she can still work grid, right but i you know i can only imagine you know you can do whatever you want to try to not see the comments or not be engaged with you know fans uh but you're going to see things, right? Like with the advertisements uh-huh. and the headlines and stuff like that. So for her, she just had to completely get off. Well, That's she, very interesting. Mm-hmm. She was probably tired of people posting pictures or stories about her and the Beebs because weren't they an on again, off yeah, again thing were. for a long they time? Were. So, yep. mm-hmm. Well, are people just people just putting stuff up about well, anything? Just anything. Just yeah, I, I'm anything. sure their relationship was part of it. And then obviously, like with her having the, the mental health issues that she does and being bipolar, it was probably even more triggering with some of the things that were being posted. Um, but like you said, you know, who are you really connecting with when you're on social media, especially as a celebrity? So for her to be offline, and like she said, she's able to connect more with people who she really cares about mm-hmm. are her actual friends or family and things like that. Um, you know, yeah, if you're, you don't need to be on social media and and just see people you know commenting on your life like uh, regular people don't need that and that's right that, that's the deal there's somebody who had nothing else to do mm-hmm. they just decide they want to go ahead and trash her right and so yeah that's that's going to be more prevalent like I said, for you, somebody like that you can that. do whatever you want to avoid you know some of those things but you know ultimately if you're online you're exposing yourself to seeing some of that hateful that hateful messaging and you can say as much as you want well i don't care i know to ignore it but it's still going to get to you sure yeah Stars say, I don't read the reviews. I don't do mm, the Sure the, you do. Yep, yep. Sooner or later, it does uh, get back to you. Good for her. It's human nature. Hey, about 10 tail Infomaniacs on a Monday. So uh, we were speaking of football a little while ago. So uh, U.S. Americans love their football, but the nation is now deeply divided about whether kids should be playing mm. tackle football. Yeah, it's or been not. that way for a little while, yeah. New study from Ohio State, excuse me, from the Ohio State <laughs> University finds 45% of U.S. Americans agreed to tackle football as appropriate for kids, while 50% disagreed, and the remainder said they just didn't know for sure. Okay. 
The finding comes as participation in youth tackle football has declined with growing concern about the effects of the concussions on young brains. Support and opposition to kids playing tackle football varied by factors such as race, ethnicity, belief in traditional values, socioeconomic status, family history, community that the person is growing up in. One of the uh, co-studies said, uh, uh, co-authors, co-authors of the study said, a lot of social and psychological factors shape our perceptions of whether kids should be hitting and tackling each other on the football field. But it seems that Americans are now more wary than supportive of youth tackle football. Hmm. It's not so much, I think, the tackling and the hitting and the aggression that comes with it is just the safety of their heads getting hit yeah, and, and being tackled and, and the concussion thing that kind of comes along with all of that. Right. So much has been made in the past several years. Of course, this is NFL and college level type players. But, you know, people talking about uh, the, the trauma that it takes on your, mm-hmm. your brain and the different things that could come from it, the long term effects. And I think that has scared a lot of people off from even getting their kids involved in, you know, peewee. Yeah, I will say there's a lot of skills and technique that can still be taught in the flag football game. Yeah, there are, um, you know, what? without the the tackle aspect and the full pads. And I mean, yeah, there's some kids who are out. They can barely walk and keep their head up straight with that helmet on. <laughs> and you're asking them to go out there and ram into each other. And it's it, And again, mine, mine is way, way. Past. I mean, as I started thinking about it, I mean, it was 50. It was 48 years ago that I was coaching boys club football, mm-hmm. tackle football. And the thing is, the equipment was good. I mean, when I moved into pub- when I was playing in public school, it wasn't that much different. So in other words, the quality of the equipment that we had at that time was fine. That was appropriate. And again, the weights, you know, what the chi- what the kids weighed and the yeah. speed, that yeah. kind of thing uh, was not was not a concern. I mean, it just it really yeah. Kind of was not yeah. a concern. And the force that they're hitting each other with right. is a little different. And I'm yeah. sure the equipment is obviously a lot more advanced right. now, um, but you also have to pay attention to the size of some of those kids, which I think, you know, they still weigh in and stuff at the beginning of the season. Yes. But we've all seen growth spurts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, and so, I don't know. Again, I'm not a parent. I don't have kids who are going to be playing. My little brother played tackle football and did the whole peewee thing or Pop yeah. Warner League here in town. Um, you know, my parents let him do that for a few years and then he kind of, he just didn't want to do it anymore. It right. wasn't their decision, but, um, but yeah, I, you know, there's a lot, a lot of decision making that goes in. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not surprised that it's becoming more split than it used to be. Well, and, and I even thought, uh, even back then, I remember saying one of these days there, when it hasn't happened yet, one of these days, there'll be more people watching soccer games on the high school level than mm-hmm. football. And it hasn't happened yet, but we may end up being in that situation because of the entry level, you know, where, where do you go? Uh, from a, a large fan base or large uh, population base, do those kids continue to move up through high school well, ranks? And yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I mean, you look at the demographics, and I think this Latino population, the Latin population, continues to to rise in Texas. That obviously is a big time sport in Latin speaking countries. It'll be so, an accelerator in Spanish speaking yeah. countries. So yeah, I think that's uh, that's going to be a big factor. But I mean, man, football is king in Texas. High another school another thing that's growing though, which we didn't see at all when we were growing up, are sports like lacrosse. 
Okay. And, you know, that's obviously a lot bigger in the Northeast. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I'll, I'll be out at Davis Diamond for Aggie softball, and there's a massive lacrosse tournament going on on those intramural fields that they have over there on campus. And so I think you're also – and I'm not saying it's huge or it's going to take over football, but you've got a semi-contact sport that still requires, you know, this hand-eye coordination and conditioning. And, you know, maybe people are thinking, well, that's kind of a good mix. It, you know, I don't necessarily just want to go play soccer, but football isn't really my thing either. This is something kind of in between. It's, you know, well, without without being hockey, right? Because ice time is hard to find. It's played on a it's played on an appropriate size field so mm-hmm. that it doesn't take anything that's special. And and some of the Psy schools have them down there. Psy Falls oh, yeah. in that it area. Is, it they, is becoming more yeah. popular yeah. amongst some of the, the things. But yeah, I, I'm also just seeing kind of an emerging of other sports mm-hmm. that, you know, again, back when Zach and I were in high school, that just wasn't a thing. Was not well, when I was in school, soccer wasn't. You know, the coach didn't know how to. Hey, we knew football, basketball, and mm. baseball. That was yeah. it, you know, and tennis. You know, if you want to do that, that's fine. But, yeah, the coach mm. didn't know how to teach you any techniques. But you do bring up a good point, and that is there are still techniques to be learned in flag football, and, uh, you know, that takes the contact situation out of it. Right. So the idea, as we mentioned, simple play. Get them out there. Get them active. It's a good thing. And, you know, they may decide that they enjoy doing that. It's about four minutes till. Uh, as far as the weather's concerned, it's going to be a really nice week. Look for a high temperature today, about 80. And same thing for tomorrow. Low tonight around 54. Then the temperatures will continue to go up, uh, probably middle 80s uh, on Wednesday, on to the upper 80s and near 90 for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And it'll stay breezy, probably about, uh, I don't know, 25, sometimes gusting up to 35 miles an hour. So if you like the breezies, we'll do that. Winds right now, as a matter of fact, out of the north at 14, gusting to 24. Uh, and it's 60 degrees out there. So I used this feature actually yesterday on my little phone. Okay. Um, it's a deal where... Uh, Google, I, I've seen it on my, I had seen it on my desktop for a while, where you can take a picture of something and it will identify what it is for you. Oh, yeah, yeah you search by picture. Yeah, okay. exactly. So uh, they're beta testing a feature that's called the Google Lens Multi-Search that uses AI to figure out what you took a photo of and then answer questions about it. And I just needed it for two things, to, to, to know what they were so I could know how to Google a question about them. Like one, I got this, I don't know, I got this um, for Christmas two years ago. Somebody gave me this thing that holds a bottle of wine and it's a puzzle with a rope on it. Oh, have you seen those? I have one of those. Okay, yes. See, and I've got one and I was going to give it to Ben. Uh-huh. And Because uh, the idea is you lock the bottle of wine correct. in the contraption. Oh. And so for them to get to the bottle of wine, they have to, they have to be able to answer the puzzle. Right. Oh, that sounds and, really complicated. So we it did is. This, we did this at Christmas, I think, like, two or three years ago, back when we were having Christmas together. And what they did is rather than put a bottle of wine, they put a giant bottle of Shiner in there. They have these oversized bottles of Shiner. And so we all messed with it and couldn't get it. And finally, I just forced the rope over the edge. And I I said I won. And it made my made my daughter-in-law really angry yeah. because I, I said <laughs> I, I my solved room, it yeah. that's what you wanted me to do my roommate gave it to me and I think he finally had to help me like he because he had put it in he knew how to how to figure it out yeah. and yeah I got to the point where I was like I'm never going to drink this bottle of wine yeah. I can't get to it it sounds like too much work so it's kind of neat for, for now they they focused on using it for shopping but instead of asking someone mm. where they got that jacket you just take a picture of it from across the room and oh, where to buy and it'll tell you interesting they think it could have a wider appeal than that though for example if you could eventually take a picture of something that's broken and put how to fix oh okay then that could help now won't work on everything 
Just like your voice assistant is still kind of dumb, but AI <laughs> is getting better and better. Yeah. I mean, soon they'll be reading your thoughts and then it really won't even matter, right? You mentioned for shopping. Yeah, I saw a lot of Google shopping commercials this weekend when I was just like watching different shows uh-huh. on my streaming services. And they really want you to use Google to find things you want to buy. And, you know, I, I saw an article over the weekend that was interesting because some people are actually missing going out to shop. Now, again, we live in Texas. It hasn't been that onerous for us, but for a lot of people, it has. And so there have been stores that have kind of cut down on their inventory, and now people do want to come back back out to the shopping experience. I mean, who knew that people would go, I want to go back to a brick yeah. and mortar, but apparently they are, and that is a little bit of a challenge for you them. You take anything away from people, they'll want it back. Yeah. That's, yeah. But so, the whole picture thing, I just think nefarious users are going to use, I don't know, Well, just use it in a bad way. Well, for instance, but I needed to know how to clean something, and I didn't know what the name of it was. I took a picture, it told me what it was called, and I could look up how to clean a such and such, mm-hmm. and the problem problem solved. So it was pretty cool. I thought... Uh, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, that's uh, that's our future for us. All right, we're back tomorrow speaking of the future of Brian Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station, Brian. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.